Investment advisory services provided by Drake & Associates, LLC, a state of Wisconsin registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through a separate company, Loft Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a Wisconsin insurance agency. Clients are under no obligation to purchase any recommended insurance products. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. While we believe the information in the show is reliable, we cannot guarantee its accuracy. Neither Drake & Associates or Loft Financial Advisory Advisory Group accepts any liability for the use of the information discussed. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and are not intended as investment advice or a solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security. Please consult your financial professional before making any investment decision. Before you start planning your retirement party, make sure you've got your retirement plan. You can never be too prepared for life after work, and we're here to help. This is Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. Good afternoon and welcome to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, WealthWisconsin.com. And we got Mr. Dad here, Brad Allen. How are you, buddy? Good. How you doing? Good. Inquiring minds need to know. Yeah. Any better sleep? How's the, how, how's the baby better. doing? Yeah? It's Everybody's healthy, uh, happy? Yeah. Yeah. He's sleeping a little bit more every night, so... Excellent. We'll get there someday. Excellent. Someday he'll sleep through the entire night. Unfortunately, he's not wearing his Brewers gear anymore. Yeah, no. I know that was upsetting, right? But a great run for the Brewers, very exciting. And the Bucks are off to a great start. So mm -hmm. that's always uh, exciting times for Wisconsin sports fans. Um, but we got a great topic this week, Brad. It actually, I think, is right up your alley. It's something that we talk about quite a bit. And that's Social Security. So I want to go through a couple uh, different uh, topics this t today, but really surrounding the Social Security topic. And, of course, big announcement for retirees recently announced that the Social Security benefits will be going up for 2019. And it's really the largest increase we've seen in about seven years. Um, so so let's dive right into that, Brad. How much of an increase will Social Security folks be, be getting next year? Yeah, it's some good news. So the amount of money Social Security pays out is adjusted each year to take into account the rate of inflation. So this is known as the COLA adjustments or cost of living adjustments. Next year, beneficiaries will get a 2.8% increase, which averages out to about $39 per month. Uh, the program has, has come a long way since the Social Security Act was signed in 1935. Uh, during the 35-year stretch between 1940 and 1975, Congress only increased benefits 11 times. Wow. Yeah, so then in 1975, the first automatic increase went into effect. And since then, benefits have increased each year except 2010, 2011, and 2015. Yeah, and for folks that aren't familiar with, with what we refer to as COLA or cost-of-living adjustment, it's announced in October because it's based on inflation data from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. And those numbers are then used to calculate the consumer price index for urban wage earners and clerical workers, sometimes referred to as CPI, which is really the buying habits of 35 to 55-year-olds. So some people think it's not an accurate representation for a couple reasons, arguably so. First is based on only third quarter spending, which is July through September. It's not a full year. Secondly, this age group tends to spend money a little bit differently than folks over 62, which, of course, is the age of the Social Security recipients. So someone in retirement tends to spend more on health care and housing. So while COLA keeps up with inflation, it doesn't keep up with all the rising health care and housing costs. On the opposite end of the spectrum, if prices fall, benefits 
will continue to stay the same and won't drop due to inflation, right, Brad? Right. Yeah, I mean, it's it's something that it's it, it is good news. I mean, anytime you get an increase in in the payment, uh, that's something to. Uh, to be happy about. I remember in 2015, there was zero, you know, no inflation or uh, COLA adjustment added. And, you know, that can hurt over the long run because prices do go up when you go to the grocery store or, you know, anywhere out there. So you want to have that in- increased inflation over time. Yeah, I think prices definitely go up. And I think people feel the pressure and the pain when you're on that fixed income, right? I mean, it gets back to that really that basic retirement question that we all ask, do I have enough money? Am I going to be okay with you and I might refer to as longevity risk. And, you know, Social Security just really weighs into that. We'll we'll dive in here. But, you know, as most folks know, when you delay it from 62 to full retirement, you get a 6% per year growth. Mm -hmm. And then from full retirement to 70, it jumps up to an 8% growth. So that's pretty tremendous growth. And then, you know, you factor in COLA adjustments on top of that. You know, when you're going out and buying milk, gas, eggs, everything that, that goes up over time and you don't see an increase in Social Security, you can feel that pressure and the pain because a lot of folks are on that fixed income. They're trying to live within a budget because they hopefully have an income plan. They've worked with someone to really dial that in and make sure they're not going to outlive their money. And, you know, if these types of topics are important to you want to dive in a little bit more, we do have another class coming up uh, really this week. On November 7th, we're going to be in Wauwatosa Maggiano's Restaurant, and we're going to be talking specifically about requirement, required minimum distributions, excuse me. We're going to talk about the new tax code. Are there some potential opportunities in this tax code to really control or manage your tax brackets for decades to come? And also this topic, how does Social Security tie in? Talk about a lot, Brad, 500 different ways to turn that on. We won't go through them all. I won't let Brad. Don't worry. But, <laughs> you know, what strategies are best for you? But more importantly, from a tax perspective, how do all these topics really fit together? And are there things you can do, right? Not only if we control our tax bracket doesn't mean we're paying less taxes, but it could potentially mean that less of our Social Security is included for taxation. So now you get to keep more of it, right? We don't have to include it for taxation. You don't have to send as much to Uncle Sam. So... You know, for some folks, that can really make a tremendous impact on the longevity of their dollars. So you can register right at WealthWisconsin.com. That's WealthWisconsin.com. Or by calling the office during the week at 414-409-7226. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Getting you ready to sail into the sunset. This is Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. Welcome back to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. I'm certified financial planner Tony Drake with Drake & Associates, WealthWisconsin.com. Got Brad Allen here today, and we're talking about an exciting topic, Social Security benefits. They announced the uh, big increase this year of 2.8%. That averages about $39 a month for most retirees. Obviously, that's going to vary a little bit depending on on your benefit. You know, so we talked a little bit, Brad, about how cost of living is calculated. But, you know, I I get this question a lot in the office. I'm sure you do. People say, well, boy, you know, do the increases really make any difference? Are they just going to increase other costs? You know, does it really just kind of wash out, if you will? So, you know, will this actually make an impact for retirees, Brad? Well, the increase uh, is going to impact everyone a little bit differently. It, it really depends on how much you're already receiving and your personal expenses. More than half of retirees are reliant on Social Security for at least half of their monthly income. So the increase will be helpful, but probably not 
hugely impactful. You know, the average retiree is spending about $3,800 per month or about $45,700 per year. So you're, you're going to find out just how much of an increase you'll receive in December. And you'll either uh, do this through Social Security account online or some people will receive a paper statement in the mail and they'll let you know how much it went up. But I would recommend resisting the urge to splurge. You know, this is a great time to look at your budget and see where the money's going and take a look at uh, what your expenses are going to be over the next year. I think one of the biggest things that we can't stress enough is if you have not taken Social Security yet or, or you're getting close to retiring, trying to figure out when to take it, you, you want to sit down and work with somebody who uh, works with social security strategies. You know, when there's 500 different ways you can take something, there's going to be a lot out there tax-wise and all that kind of stuff that, you know, might make sense in your overall plan. So you want to sit down with somebody to figure that out. Yeah, I think that's important. It's an area I think it's just challenging, right? I mean, a lot of folks are just saying, hey, I don't know how to find the information or you know, maybe my advisor, my, my, my tax accountant, you know, isn't quite familiar. And it's not the easiest topic to dive into, but it can really have a big impact. And, you know, I think sometimes there's a mindset and sometimes it's the right answer. You know, we talk a lot about the best strategy, right? And that makes a couple assumptions. Best meaning a probably first and foremost, my goal is to get the most out of social security, right? But that makes a couple assumptions. We have to assume that we're going to live to life expectancy or longer, right? So if you kind of tackle a strategy where at least one of the two in a couple is delaying a benefit, there's a period of time where we're giving up that income. So that kind of creates a negative or a void, if you will. So we have to live beyond, I think, Brad, you referred to as the break-even point, Mm -hmm. right? Right. So we have to live beyond that to then make up for it. So we have to assume or, or, you know, kind of dive into some questions. Are you healthy? Are there any major health conditions you're dealing with and that, that we have to face? And, and if so, then maybe doing one of those strategies doesn't make the most sense, right? We can look at things like genetics, right? How long do people live in a family? Not a perfect answer, but it gives us some insight, right? So we really need to take that into account. And, you know, Brad, I sometimes have clients say, Great information, Tony, but, you know, I'm 62. I'm, I want to take it now. I'm mm-hmm. healthy. I want to enjoy the extra income. I don't want to take the money out of my portfolio. So mathematically, that might not be the right answer. But if we have a couple that that saved, you know, they live within their means, they have the ability to make maybe more of an emotional answer. I think there's this misconception that you always have to make the financial answer sometimes I, th- I think there is room to make an emotional answer too but what i really hope is that people at least make an answer that's based on facts and that they understand the numbers that's all i ever look for when we talk about being an education educational first firm i want people to understand the numbers so they can make an educated decision and how does it tie in with everything else too right, right. Uh, maybe drawing from an account uh, in the market might make sense before taking social so it, it just works your whole plan you want to take a look at yeah i think that's important and there's certainly been a lot of volatility i know we've gotten some questions about the volatility in the market lately and that can be scary you know october has generally been a volatile month but really encouraging folks we have a new tool available that you can download you can go right to your app store the you know, the place you download apps on your smartphone, you can download an app called Asset Lock. You're going to need a code. The code is 3AX, and then you won't have any cost for the software. Neat part is, though, you can link all of your accounts. You can set a threshold, 5, 10, 50, whatever percent you want to be notified when your overall portfolio is down. Excellent communication tool. Great to stay on top of it. 
doesn't necessarily mean we need to panic, right, and do something, but it's a great opportunity to say, hey, I'm at this particular pain threshold, great time to talk to your advisor, maybe take a look at the account and really make sure you're staying in touch. All too often, Brad, we hear, I just don't hear from my advisor unless he or she is trying to sell me something. This could be a great tool to kind of spark those talks at the time where you need it most. Again, that's Asset Lock. You can download it right from the App Store, and the code is 3AX. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Getting you ready for retirement the right way. This is Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. Good afternoon and welcome back to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. I always like to take the opportunity, Brad, to thank everybody. We know the uh, Saturdays are busy for a lot of folks. You're out and about running those errands and grocery shopping and getting everything done. And uh, we know you certainly understand you have a lot of listening choices. And I I appreciate the folks that do tune in. you know, our goal certainly every week is to provide education. So you, when, when you spend the time to listen, that you walk away with something you can apply to your retirement plan. And I think Social Security, the topic for today, really fits into that. We're talking, Brad, about the 2.8% increase for 2019. But I think there's some other great topics. You know, we talk quite a bit about these different strategies. Mm-hmm and how to maximize Social Security, right? So if the goal is to really look at Social Security as an asset rather than just an income stream, and we kind of think about the total dollars that we can get over our lifetime and the impact of that, we also weigh in that 8% growth, right, from full Social Security to, to delayed at 70. That's a pretty tremendous guaranteed growth rate. You know, it begs the question, how do we maximize our benefits and what are the best strategies out there? Yeah, you know, there's a big bonus for delaying your your benefits in the long run. Even, uh, you know, if you take Social Security at 62, technically you're going to lock yourself into about 75% of what your full benefit would be. If your full benefit is or your full retirement age is 66, taking it at 62, you're going to take a reduced benefit, which is okay for some people. But a lot of people want to get at least 100% of their benefit, if not an extra 32% by waiting till 70 years old. I know you mentioned that earlier we have the break-even point and let's say you know you waited till 70 years old to take social security a lot of times it'll take you know between 12 and 14 years to recoup what you would have gotten had you taken it earlier so it is something that you want to consider uh, but there's a lot of stuff out there I mean even if uh, you're you're married there's some different spousal benefits that are available even if you're divorced and, and you were married for 10 or more years there might be some spousal benefits available uh, on your ex-spouse so there's things that you want to sit down with somebody and talk to them about and see what is out there and how does it work with my overall plan you know we always say you should think of social security as, a, as another account that you've been pouring money into your whole life and now you have to decide how you want to draw it out and there's a lot of things to consider with that. You know, the fact that it's going up 6 or 8% per year, there's not a lot of other places out there that you can get that kind of growth. And the other thing to think about is taxes. You know, a lot of people are in a lower tax bracket early on in retirement after they first uh, uh, retire because their income drops off. So that might be a good time to draw from other assets that are tax deferred and pay those taxes at a lower tax rate than what you would later on down the road when required minimum distributions happen and all that kind of stuff. So it might make sense to let Social Security grow and draw from other assets. So it's really a bigger part. It's a bigger question than when should I take it. It's, it's more so how does it work with everything else that I have. 
Yeah, I think there's always that conversation about it being part of a bigger plan. And, and people, I think, sometimes mistakenly tend to look at these issues in retirement as kind of these separate islands. And they're not, right? I mean, they really, it's a matter, it's like the, the talk we have coming up in Wauwatosa, you know, it's how does Social Security tie in with required minimum distributions? And how do those two components tie in with tax strategies and this new tax code, right? And are there some opportunities to really, you know, work that so so it really works best for you and part of the process if you come into the office we're certainly we don't work for the u.s government we don't work for the social security office by any means but we have some great software tools where we can plug in your numbers and again if the goal is to try to get them assuming we're going to live to life expectancy or later if our goal is to get the most out of social security we can show you the strategy that's going to best fit you and provide that report for you. there's no cost or obligation for that some folks like to come to a class first and kind of get a sense for um, some of the tax planning and the, the different strategies but whether you come to a class or want to come directly into the office we can provide you with that social security report is certainly part of our income plan that we work on for each and every one that we meet so that upcoming class is going to be in, in Wauwatosa at Maggiano's that's on November 7th we're also going to announce a couple more classes Brad you're probably going to throw something at me here but I'm going to try to squeak a few more in between the holidays um, we've just simply been getting so many requests. I know for, for many of you, we haven't been able to accommodate you because those fill up so quickly. Um, but we do have a few spots left on the 7th. Uh, you can register right at WealthWisconsin.com. That's WealthWisconsin.com or by calling the office during the week at 414-409-7226. That's 414-409-7226. And we're going to talk specifically th this month, Brad, about required minimum distributions. We're going to talk about Social Security and maximizing the benefit. But I also want to address this new tax code and how these pieces all tie together, right? Social Security is taxed really based on income. They take half the Social Security benefits, ordinary income, which includes required minimum distributions, and, you know, some investment income, and that determines how much of your Social Security is taxable. So great to learn about that and how to take advantage of some tax strategies. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Preparing you for the ultimate vacation. Here's more of Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, WealthWisconsin.com. We got Brad Allen here today, looking a little bit brighter-eyed and bushy-tailed. You must bit. be sleeping just a little bit more, huh? Yeah, a couple minutes. Yeah, it all adds up, buddy. <laughs> right. Yeah, that up throughout the week, maybe you have a whole extra half hour or so. Right? Yeah, I'm so. learning all about taking naps when the kids are taking naps That's on the weekends, right. You're you know? a napper. Yeah. You're a napper, Brad. <laughs> just like, like the retirees we work with, right? <laughs> yeah. Naps are a good thing. I actually took myself a nap the other weekend. That, uh, that's not common for me, but it felt pretty good. Um, great topic this week. We're talking about Social Security. Uh, specifically, there's an increase coming in 2019. Great year. Recently announced a 2.8% increase for cost of living. And, Brad, we were talking a little bit about, you know, whether this increase makes an impact and maximizing Social Security benefits. And, you know, we always encourage folks, if you have a question, to email in. We answer those questions throughout the week, but I usually try to pick one that's pertinent to the topic. And if you have a question, you can email those in at radio at wealthwisconsin.com. That's radio at wealthwisconsin.com. But we, let me summarize a, a great question we got this week, Brad. 
Um, a, a woman wrote in and said, unfortunately, her husband had recently passed away. She was turning 60 and was inquiring essentially about spousal benefits. How did that work with the deceased spouse? And maybe we can get into, you know, if it's a divorced spouse, because uh, there's a couple different caveats there. And, and some interesting ways you can still take advantage of that when you're really trying to maximize your benefits. Yeah, you know, and, and hopefully if you're listening, uh, you know, we're sorry for your loss, obviously. And, and, you know, there's a lot of things you can do with Social Security when it comes to uh, survivor benefits. Um, the big difference with a survivor benefit is you can start to take it a little bit earlier. You can start taking a survivor benefit at age 60, and that's going to be pretty close to, uh, you know, what your, your spouse would have gotten at their full retirement age. The nice thing about the survivor benefit is you can collect that survivor benefit, but your own benefit is still going up in the background, you know, six and 8% all the way up until 70 years old. So if there's ever a time where your own benefit is higher than what the survivor benefit is, you can go back to your own benefit. So it's a lot like a spousal benefit in that way where, you know, you can jump back and forth to uh, to your own. Um, and if you have a spouse that's passed away uh, or an ex-spouse that's passed away, you still are entitled to a survivor benefit off of theirs as long as you're not remarried. That's the big thing there. So you're entitled to the same survivor benefit as long as you were married for 10 or more years. Um, so definitely, you know, a lot of stuff out there to take a look at. And if you think you're entitled to something like that, you might want to go in and talk to somebody and just see what's out there. There's so much to Social Security, not only with your own benefit, but when you add in spousal benefits and survivor benefits, it's definitely something to have a conversation about. And that's one of the things when I have a couple that comes into the office, as far as talking about Social Security strategies, one thing that might make sense, you know, a lot of people want to take it earlier. They want to get the income. They want to travel. They want to do those things. But one thing that, that might make sense is, you know, the higher of the two Social Securities when you're uh, a couple is the one that stays when one spouse passes. So if one spouse can let theirs grow, maybe the higher of the two benefits, let theirs grow as long as possible. I'm not saying until 70, but maybe full retirement age or 67, as, as long as you can and the other spouse maybe takes it right away, then you have income coming in in the meantime, but you're also increasing that survivor benefit in case something happens down the road. I think that's a really huge point that a lot of people miss. You know, we meet a lot of couples, and, and you know, our job sometimes, Brad, is to talk about the uncomfortable, right? And one of the realities is us men, we just statistically, we don't live as long as, you know, the women. And not, that's obviously just a statistic, right? Sometimes it happens the other way, but... All I can work with is the numbers, and, and oftentimes, you know, especially if there's an age difference or we're making the assumption that the husband's not going to live as long, that's a really simple way you can protect the spouse is maybe have the wife turn that on earlier at some point. The husband delays it till 70. That way, if he passes first, she gets to switch to that higher delayed benefit, and that can be a really phenomenal way to protect your, your uh, spouse, which is really important. Um, you know, these are some great topics. I know we've been getting a lot of questions about classes. We are going to have a couple more. Um, we did have one on November 7th out in Wauwatosa. Um, this week, my plan is to, to post up and announce a couple more extra dates, you know, so we'll get that uh, taken care of and get folks, you know, aware of that. But you can register for those classes right at the website, wealthwisconsin.com. That's wealthwisconsin.com. Do need you to register ahead of time. Unfortunately, they fill up fairly quickly, um, so we can only accommodate a certain number of people per class. But wealthwisconsin.com, or you can call the office at 
1-800-409-7226. And this month at the class, we are talking about Social Security, how to maximize those benefits, how to deal with required minimum distributions, and how do I mix in this new tax code and really take advantage of some opportunities to keep our taxes low. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Answering all of your retirement questions on Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. Welcome back to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. I'm certified financial planner Tony Drake with Drake & Associates, WealthWisconsin.com. We've got Brad Allen here as usual uh, this week, and we're talking about the increase in Social Security, 2.8% increase for 2019. And that, of course, I think lends itself to a lot of great questions, Brad. We're talking about maximizing Social Security, how to increase the benefit, but a really common question I get that I think is a very relevant question is folks say, okay, Tony, I understand this concept of growing you know, 6% from early retirement to, to what Social Security calls full retirement. For most people nowadays, that's probably some point between 66 and 67 years old. But, you know, and then 8%, of course, if you delay it till 70. But, you know, the question I think a lot of people ask is, so, Tony, if I delay this Social Security, how am I going to live, right? What am I going to do during this time period between retirement from work where I lose my income and I'm not taking Social Security yet? You know, will I have enough income? Will I have enough, you know, monthly income to retire? You know, it's it's really essentially, you know, how much money you're going to need for your unique situation. So creating a, a customized retirement plan starts with setting those financial goals. And those are going to be unique to you and your, your, your spouse. So first, figure out your basic needs, then your wants, like traveling or hobbies, things like that. And finally, what are your wishes? You know, this could be leaving money to your kids or, or favorite charity. You know, what are your ultimate goals? Because those are, you know, a couple different plans. If, if you want to spend every, every last penny that you have versus giving everything you can to the kids, those are two very different plans. So you want to yeah, know that ahead time, of time. Right. And once you have all those components, you can figure out the mathematically how you're going to achieve those goals. You know, we'll look at your, your 401k or your employer-sponsored plan, maybe some real estate investments, uh, any you know, bonds, annuities, CDs, things that you have, and, and try to figure out, you know, if we did want to delay Social Security, where do we draw from in the meantime? What does that income plan look like? And, you know, it's really important. One thing that a lot of people forget, and I think you see it a lot, too, is health care costs. Oh, sure. You know, it, it might be in your best interest to continue working if you're receiving health care benefits from your employer. You know, Medicare, the federal health insurance program, won't be available until you're 65. So we see a lot of people that want to retire at 62 but can't take Medicare until 65, so they're trying to cover that gap. That can get expensive. You know, so it is something you want to add into a plan. They say that uh, a couple in retirement can expect to spend about two hundred eighty thousand dollars. Isn't that a shocking yeah. statistic? And, and that's at, that's not you know that's after the health insurance pays their part. That's right. just your out of pocket, expense. and not even including long term care. I mean, that's a, a whole other discussion in and of itself. That's about ninety seven thousand dollars per year today. And it's been going up pretty rapidly. So something you, you have to consider all those things when you're putting a retirement plan together uh, because you want to have every detail figured out so you're not hang, hitting any roadblocks later on down the road. Yeah, and I, I think, it is, like you mentioned, it's, it's about having a plan, right? So you can make different formulas work, right? Taking it early, taking it full retirement, delaying it, you know, maybe drawing money out of my assets, you know, I'm not getting a guaranteed 8%. So maybe I'm better off doing that. Maybe you decide to take it early. But it's just about having a plan rather than just saying, well, I, I think this will work. 
let's you know work the numbers whether you do that yourself or with a financial advisor certified financial planner you know work those numbers so you understand the decision you're making and i think that conversation about risk becomes ever so important right i mean you know because risk the timing of losses in the market i think it's timely with all this volatility we've seen has such a big impact on your portfolio, right? If we hit some big losses early on, it's much different than if you hit big losses later on in life. And, you know, how much risk should I be taking? You know, what's the appropriate amount of risk? Those are sometimes challenging questions to ask. We have some great software in the office where we can analyze your risk, assign you with a risk score. We can compare your portfolio, see if what you're looking for and what you're currently taking are lined up. Right, and if not, what steps can I take to adjust that? And then we can stress test it for good and bad market periods. And then we have a great tool nowadays, Brad, to monitor it ongoing. It's called Asset Lock. Any of you can go out to the App Store in whatever phone format you have. You can download Asset Lock. You're going to need it a, a, a code. It's three AX. That's three AX. And then you can link your accounts. And then it'll give you an update. You can set the threshold. If I lose 5%, 10, 12, 15, whatever number you want, I want to be notified. It'll also notify you of the what we call high watermarks and new high levels. But a great tool to just get an overall understanding of where is my portfolio and just start a conversation. Whether you're self-managing, working with an advisor, you know it's hit a threshold that you're uncomfortable with. So you can have a talk and say, okay, is this just situational and emotional reaction to something happening in the economy? Or is there something systematic that requires a change in my portfolio because I want to limit downside risk over the long term, right? If you're just ignoring and not paying attention in retirement, those losses become a lot more important. Again, that's called Asset Lock, and that code is 3AX. You can download that at no cost to you and help you monitor your accounts. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Walking you through your retirement plan. Here's more of Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. I'm certified financial planner Tony Drake with Drake & Associates, WealthWisconsin.com. Got Brad Allen here today and talking about a hot topic, right? We got a nice increase coming in 2019 for social. That's it. Spend, 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 (laughs) right? No, I'm kidding. But um, we got a nice increase of 2.8% if you're collecting Social Security already. That's coming in 2019. That's, of course, the cost of living index designed to keep up with inflation. A little bit bigger increase that we've seen in a while. And we're tossing around some ideas, Brad, about delaying benefits, kind of different strategies. A lot of folks aren't aware there's hundreds of strategies available to try to maximize your benefits. But, you know, there is this concept uh, of sometimes taking it early. You know, when might it make sense to take the reduction and take it early versus letting it delay and grow? Well, number one is is tax benefits. You know, it's really important to look into how Social Security is going to impact your taxes. Uh, taking Social Security early may have a few tax advantages. By taking your check early, the monthly payout is going to be less, which could cut your tax liability. Uh, right now, a single taxpayer earning 25000 or more and couples filing jointly with more than 32000 in earned income, their Social Security it will be taxed. In 1993, a second tier was added that allows 85% of Social Security benefits to be taxed for single filers earning more than $34,000 and couples over 44000 So these income amounts haven't been adjusted for inflation, meaning about 56% of senior households are impacted by taxes. 
So, you know, Social Security is one of those things that is taxed once you start taking it. So the sooner you know that and know how it works, the better off you're going to be. And that should be part of your plan. The uh, next one is going to be health concerns. You know, if you're not in the best of health, it could be to your benefit to take Social Security maybe a little bit earlier. I think that's a big point, right? And as part of the conversation we have with folks that obviously if we delay the benefit, you have to live to life expectancy or later. I think it's what we refer to, Brad, as the break-even point Mm -hmm. because you're giving up money early on to get a bigger amount later, and it takes time to make up that hole, if you will. Right. You know, and the average American lives to to nearly 79 years of age, but people who suffer from chronic health conditions could have a lower life expectancy. And in that case, taking benefits earlier uh, might maximize your lifetime payout. Um, and then we spoke on this a little bit earlier, but it's worth mentioning one more time, the, the lower income spouse. You know, if you're married and made less than your spouse, it could make sense to take your Social Security benefits right away and let the higher earner spouse pay out uh, uh, and just keep growing because the higher of the two is the one that stays when one spouse passes. Yeah, I think that's important. You know, and, and you know, just generally speaking, when it comes to Social Security, again, first and foremost, we're not representatives of the government by any means. You know, we don't have, you know, work for the uh, Social Security office or anything. But, you know, understand that the rules are complex. So it's important to understand how the, the, the Social Security system works. The difference, the difference in the strategies you use when you file can really add up to hundreds of thousands of dollars in some cases. So it's important to have a plan for retirement and a strategy for tapping into it. You know, again, whether you take it early whether you take it a full retirement or delay, there could be different approaches for different people. So it's just a matter of making sure you're making an educated decision and you understand the decision you're making, right? It's not always the right answer to delay it. It's not always the right answer to take it earlier. And again, some folks have put themselves in a position to make an emotional decision, not just a financial decision. You put yourself in that position by saving, by living within your means. When you enter retirement, if you have a nice nest egg, right, it gives you a lot of flexibility to say, how much do I want to spend? What do I want to do? So that's really important. If you want to learn more about these topics, we always offer classes. Really important to me that we educate the community. Our next class coming up is November 7th. We'll be in the Wauwatosa area. You can see that. And, Brad, we're going to squeak in a few more classes. I'll have those new dates up just shortly here um, before. the. I know it gets busy during the holidays, but we're going to squeak a couple more in between uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas. But you can always see the upcoming schedule. I do need folks to register ahead of time. They do fill up. I know they've been filling up quickly. I apologize for those that are getting frustrated there. But you can register right at wealthwisconsin.com. That's wealthwisconsin.com. Or you can call the office during the week and, and register at 414-409-7226. That's 414-409-7226. And these next couple, Brad, we're going to talk specifically about Required minimum distributions. A lot of people say, look, I don't need the income. I certainly don't want the tax liability. So we'll show you some strategies on how to manage RMDs. We're going to talk about Social Security, how to maximize that. And probably most importantly is how do these pieces fit together from a tax perspective? Are there things you can do with the new tax code to really manage your tax rates in retirement and keep those as low as possible. So register right at the website or give us a call. We'd love to have you out. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ.
The proceeding was a paid program. Advice and opinions expressed during Retirement Ready are solely that of the hosts or guests of Drake & Associates and not WTMJ Radio or Scripps Media Incorporated.